Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Mahogany Bookkeeping provides a full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, sales tax, and much more. To schedule a consultation with Mahogany Bookkeeping, click the buy button on this ad or visit mahoganybookkeeping.com. Hi, this is Yvette Freeman, publisher of The Envoy. If you're a minority or female business owner or creative artist, The Envoy magazine wants to help promote your business. Get listed, get featured, get seen. Visit theenvoyguide.com for more info. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back another week on my show here on Biz Radio Asheville. As always, I have to thank the listeners and Matt Matan here at Biz Radio for allowing me to have this show and just having so much fun. I can't believe it's already been six months. So I'm just ready to jump into today's show because we have a guest that was one of my first five guests when we first started back in April of this year. And I'm just happy to have her back. So today's guest is a Brooklyn, New York native that relocated and still currently lives in Greenville, South Carolina. She is the chief operating officer of Cassie Electric, which is a family owned business owned by her mother, master electrician, Cassandra Cassie Brayboy. Cassie Electric is the 2020 Minority-Owned Business of the Year by the Greenville Chamber of Commerce and Community Works. And just some services offered by Cassie Electric include installation, repair lighting, installation of ceiling fans, overhead lighting, smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, and so much more. And we'll definitely get into that more once we uh, bring on our guest. So without further ado, today's guest is my sister, Miss Ebony Sullivan. Hey, thank <laughs> you for having me, V. So good to be back on. Thank you. I know you're famous now. You were just on the local <laughs> news in Greenville. So thank you for making the time in your busy schedule. <laughs> I wouldn't call it famous, but thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're local famous. So for those that didn't hear the first show, as always, I just asked the guests to tell the listeners about them and how you became a part of your family business, which so many more people are doing, which I'm so excited about. Um, Yeah. So I'm Ebony Sullivan. I'm the chief operating officer of Cassie Electric, which is a full service electrical contractor located in Greenville, South Carolina. We service the entire state of South Carolina. My mother is the master electrician and my husband is also um, a journeyman who will be taking his test today. So let's send up some good vibes for him today. Shout out to Draco Sullivan. Yes. Draco. Yes. Shout out to Draco. Um, Our family has been a long history of construction. And so I've not necessarily always been in the business, but I've always had my eyes on the business, helping from Mm -hmm. afar. And then about two, almost two years now, I joined the company to help my mother to retirement so that my husband and I can help her scale the business and grow it so she can 
go vacation while we work hard. <laughs> well, Ebony, talk a little bit more about that transition, because I know a lot of people are right there on that cusp where they're like, OK, I want to help out the business, but it's scary to leave that full time W-2 job like you had with children yeah. and that you need benefits and all that stuff. And, you know, since you've come on, I mean, you've tripled sales. Balance virtually does the bookkeeping for Cassie Electric yes, and do. um, <laughs> you've done an amazing job. But how was that initially? Because I'm sure a lot of people are a little nervous and they might want to jump into the family business, but they don't know how. Yeah, it is hard. It is definitely scary. Um, and there is no real safe way to do it other than to just do it. So yep. put a plan together and then just act on it. Um, we were very diligent about creating a strategic growth plan. We stuck to it um, and we followed what we needed to follow in order to see the growth, in order to start providing benefits for the company. So I took a significant pay cut. I lost my benefits, um, all with the intent to have those things happen in the near future. Um, so part of that plan was to have benefits for the, the company within a year to be able to scale the business enough to regain my financial independence um, again. And so we created a plan, uh, we stuck to it, and, and we really just had to make a lot of sacrifices along the way. And I wanna add that you joined, what, two months or a month before the pandemic? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I say that to say you took that risk and the following year, you added the health benefits and you yeah. do have that salary now where you're independent. So it definitely happened very quick. But I witnessed the hard work that you put into it. You were very involved with the Greenville Chamber of Commerce, which used to be an, an employer of yours and built up the business so that people in the community know who Cassie Electric is. And just recently you were featured on Greenville's WIFF Channel 4 News, which is huge. And you were discussing the business and, you know, being in a majority white male dominated field. You know, how do you feel about being featured and why do you, you know, what do you hope to inspire others, you know, from this feature that you had? Um, I was really honored to be featured. I felt extremely humbled by the opportunity to talk about the secession of our business and also being in a minority in construction. Um, we are a unicorn. We are mm -hmm. one of the only woman-owned Black um, electrical contractors in the entire state of South Carolina. And that says a lot. I mean, wow. there are businesses, <laughs> a lot of construction wow. companies. A lot of businesses and so to be one of the only um is is quite an honor but it's also a challenge because when you are the only one oftentimes you are overlooked and people uh -huh. don't hear your voice so i vow to leverage my relationships from the chamber from um the community to be an advocate for women-owned businesses and minority-owned businesses and so what i hope to come from that is that we one have some more minorities and women who are interested in trade and two, that um, I empower or inspire someone to take that faith and that leap and jump out there and, and start their own business. And I think just recently you hired an intern, right? You know, we did. That's awesome. And that's where I think it really begins. If those that are listening have a business and I know sometimes they're like, oh, I, I can't even keep up with my employees. But a lot of times internships are free or they're willing to work at a reduced rate just to get that experience, but you're planting those seeds and hopefully by giving that opportunity, they'll come back, if not through you or other recommendations. But I just think, like you said, it makes such a difference 
in um, the space that you guys are in, you have to give opportunities to those that might not have it if you didn't. Yeah, we're launching an apprenticeship program um, for that very reason, to allow individuals who are interested in the trade but have no skill um, to get that opportunity to work and earn money while they go to school at the same time so that they can become a journeyman um, over a four-year period. So it is important that you do have on-the-job training because the book knowledge, while it transfers, it's most important to have that actual hands-on experience while you're out here working and earning money at the same time. Right. Well, let's jump into what's the plan for Cassie Electric in, in 2022. I just want to recap briefly since you joined, what, in February, March of 2020, you was able to get, you know, two draws of PPP, you've doubled the employees, you've tripled the revenue, you know, I think quadrupled the cash. You guys have been winning awards left and right. You're moving into more commercial then it was almost predominantly residential. Mm -hmm. Everybody's on paychecks. Everybody has benefits. Um, you have mm -hmm. weekly meetings. I mean, you have a business. You know, you're so. Yeah. What is going to take Cassie Electric to the next level? Um, we are engaged in a number of mentor-protege programs where we have larger firms that are interested in our minority status, of course, but also in our business to help us scale and grow. They also see the economic impact and empowering a small company to hire workforce and create jobs. So we are in a mentor-protege program, which will then allow us to um, shadow, if you would, or learn on the job, so, similar to the apprenticeship program that we're implementing. Um, but it will allow my team and for myself internally um, to learn about commercial opportunities and to really um, get our feet wet more into ground up construction. So in 2022, we will be um, really getting involved in the mentor protege programs, spreading our wings out into more government opportunities, leveraging those certifications that we have as minority owned women owned business. Um, and we really anticipate to try and go from a 70-30 residential commercial split to more of a 50-50 commercial residential split, um, hire more team, kick off our apprenticeship program where we'll then um, be partnering with Greenville Technical College on some opportunities for our team to have professional development and leadership opportunities. Um, we're adding to our org chart. Um, we're hoping to hire um, more of a full-time estimator so that they can help us to acquire these jobs. So we're looking to scale and grow. We're looking to hit a million dollars next year. Come on now and hire Veronica <laughs> Edwards as your yes. CFO. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that too. <laughs> that is so exciting. And one thing that you touched on that if, if you could just talk a little bit more about it is government status. So I don't think people realize that, yeah, it's, it seems like it's a lot of paperwork, but can you just talk a little bit more about how important it can, or how much of a difference it can make in your business having that government status? It is huge. I mean, it is a lot of paperwork. It is a lot of red tape and it does not actually give you opportunities per se. You do have to learn how to use it, work it and where to work it. Um, the government has so much money. They spend every day on commodities and, uh -huh. and services. And if you um, can figure out how to work with the government. They pay you on time. <laughs> they have to confirm. 
firms um, and they really want to help leverage small minority owned businesses. So there are a number of different buckets and a number of different opportunities for you to get involved. I would say it is well worth the time. Um, use it because it is intended to give you leverage as a minority business. Um, and don't be ashamed of it. Right. You know, yeah. some there's an opportunity out there. They wouldn't have created it for you if they didn't think we needed it. Um, so go through the go through the process. Use the certifications to grow your business. Mm -hmm. I'm just so glad that you said that. And that <clears throat> leads us into, you know, on the show, we like to provide different tips and jewels for listeners. And, you know, what kind of guidance can you give to those family owned businesses in those beginning stages? Because I'm sure two years ago, your mom never would have thought that you would be or the business would be where it's at right now. And you have so much more that you want to do that. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But, you know, what is something what are the things that you wish somebody told you two years ago when you started this journey that could be beneficial to those that are listening? Oh, man, I would say my number one tip or advice would be boundaries. Um, you have when you work with your family, it can get real messy, you know, mm -hmm. it's hard, it can be difficult. And none of it has anything to do with the business. Typically, um, the business can be thriving and going well. And then there's all this family stuff, right? And mm -hmm. so I would say the biggest lesson I learned was boundaries are good and boundaries are okay. And you need to remember to have those in order to stay the course, because it will get so convoluted with things that are not related to the business that you'll forget why you're there, right? Uh -huh. And you forget that the whole goal was to grow this business because it is what is going to provide opportunities for your family legacy, for generational wealth. And when you get bombarded with things that are not related to that, you lose focus and you, you sometimes want to throw in the towel and forget about why you actually came. So remember to have clear boundaries, set expectations from the beginning, talk about these things, have good communication with your family as it relates to, hey, I'm here to do this and we're still family, but I got my boss hat on right now and we're mm -hmm. going to be talking about business things and we can talk about family stuff over Thanksgiving, right? Um, <laughs> but today, Monday through Friday, nine to five, I've got my boss hat on. I love you as my cousin, my mama, my sister, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but that has nothing to do with what we're what we're doing here. And that is creating generational wealth and a legacy for our family. Wow. I don't even know what to say after that. That was, <laughs> that was great because I think even it's, a, it's very important, especially in family businesses, but just in general boundaries. boundaries. I think as you know, entrepreneurs and definitely since the pandemic, people have the flexibility of working from home. And sometimes we don't create those boundaries between this is work time Mm -hmm. You know, this is family time and creating that balance, because I do feel like with mental health, it's really come more into the forefront in the last two years because of that, because we haven't created those boundaries. So yes, I think that is great advice. I was, you know, and I also say, like, don't be afraid to get help. You know, we brought yes. in we brought in a coach to help us communicate with each other. You know, he sat mm -hmm. down with us twice a month to talk through things, you know, mm -hmm. things that we 
really either find the words to communicate or articulate to one another or just to be the mediator to help us to really get to the real root cause of what was maybe the stickler or or the point where we was ready to throw in the towel and it mm-hmm. helped us um, it, it just helped us so much to be able to open up and say what we really felt and other people hear us clearly and not feel attacked um, and, and take it personal so we mm-hmm. it really helps so don't be afraid to bring in a third party, ask for some help um, to help you to keep moving forward because the big picture is the business. The business is the yeah. cash cow, right? If we don't feed that cow, that cow's skinny and it can't do anything for anybody. But <laughs> if we feed it, it gets fat and eventually we can all have our share of it. I love that. And one thing in your field in construction, electrical, I feel like that you've done an amazing job on is marketing and branding. You know, can you just talk a little bit about that, some advice on that? Because I feel like your mom had a steady pipeline of business, but it was the same type of business, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I feel like a lot of times I've seen it with people that I coach through Mountain BizWorks or just clients in general in that field, they kind of get comfortable. So was it your experience at the chamber? Like, what was it that made you say, it's very important this, I feel like that first year you was out speaking on behalf of the company all the time, like you were the face, but you got Cassie Electric's name all over Greenville. How did you do that? And why was that so important for your business? Another another gem I'll drop is work on your business, not in your business, right? So mm, if, work on your business, work not on in. your business, not in your business. If you're every day hands on in the field working, then you can't work on your business. You're working mm. in it, right? And so mm. it's intentional that I wear my shirt everywhere I go, my mask, I'm everywhere networking, talking, engaged in leadership programs, going to conferences. One, because I'm learning, but also because I am my brand, right? So mm-hmm. I'm working on my business by showing up participating, but also representing my company. You cannot do that if you're working all day out in the field, you know, doing whatever it is that you do. So if you uh-huh. make shirts and you're in the warehouse making shirts, then nobody knows that you make shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you need to get out there. You need to hire people and have them to work in the business while you work on the business. Manage people and work on your business. Um, so that is what I would give. So we went out and I, I participated in leadership programs. I attended conferences. I had my network of friends that I knew through my work at the Chamber of Commerce that I reconnected with, with a Cassie brand, not a Greenville Chamber brand. So I had mm-hmm. to reintroduce myself to people as, hey, this is Ebony, but I'm with Cassie Electric now, right? And and so I would say work on your business, not in it. And one thing I think that you were really good at too in doing all that, there was a lot of different vendors and contractors that I saw that you work with that you don't work with anymore. So you tried some things, Mm -hmm. you saw if it worked or if it didn't work, especially on the marketing and branding. Um, You made sure that you got your website the way you wanted it to be. Um, You know, just those little things that I think sometimes people take for granted. Cause I know a lot of times people's like, well, I just have social media and that's fine. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, but, there's a different level of professionalism 
when you have a website versus just social media, or if you're going to have a contract versus just some verbal agreement. And that's something that, you know, I'm working through even with myself, um, that if you want a, a particular caliber of clients, then you need to show that professionalism to get that. Absolutely. Two things. Teach people how to treat you. Right. Like so one, mm -hmm. if you do business with someone and they don't treat you well, don't do business with them anymore. Right. Yes. And um, we get stuck in. Well, they we pay do. so good. So I'm going to keep going back. And it's like, no. Yeah, they pay good. But then if you if you add in or factor in all of the other things. Right. Is it really mm -hmm. worth it? And that's what you have to ask yourself. Right. Is this customer really worth all of the time, energy, all the sleepless nights that I am enduring working with them just for that paycheck. And, and are you really willing to pimp yourself out for a check? No, you know, like at the end of the day, that's what it is, you know, and the other in terms of marketing your business with websites, et cetera, it goes back to the strategic growth action plan. That plan is encompassing of not only financial um, growth, but also a plan for how am I going to reach my target market? Who are the people I want to do business with? How how do I get to them? Right. It mm -hmm. makes you dig deep. It makes you ask questions that you then have to act on. So we don't just wildly go out and do things. We had a plan. The plan was we want to do business with the government. We want to do commercial opportunities. We want this type of residential customer. So I went to the golf course and I marketed at the golf course because. Yeah, I remember Evan's like, yeah. I'm taking golf lessons. I said, girl, what? And I said, I'm not mad at you. Yes, because that's where my residential customers that I wanted to do business with are located. And we marketed in the Junior League magazine because there were that's the target market of people we wanted to. And so we were very strategic about what we did because we had a plan and we followed it. But I would suggest that you write it all down and figure out exactly who you are and what you want to be. Wow. Well, Ebony, if things don't work out at Cassie Electric or you have some extra time, I think you should definitely be a business coach because <laughs> just a few of the things that you dropped were outstanding. But of course, we're already to the end of the show, which I knew would fly by because you just have such a great wealth of knowledge. But even though we're the radio show is based out in Western North Carolina, but you're still a cousin to us in Greenville. Can you please promote and let people know how can they get in contact with you if they do need services in South Carolina? Absolutely. You can find us on the website at www.cassieelectric.com. That's C-A-S-S-Y electric.com. Or you can reach us at 864-735-8882. That's 864-735-8882. Well, Miss Sullivan, I am so thankful that you came on and I'm so thankful that you're being that kind of pioneer in your field in the upstate. And I'm hoping and I know that more people are going to follow in your footsteps. So I'm just honored that I could be a part of it doing your books and hopefully helping with the strategic planning in the future. So, you know, you're welcome anytime on the show. And thank you so much for joining today. And I just want to thank the listeners and just stay connected to all things Biz Radio by going to the site, bizradioashville.com. And please continue listening to the Veronica Edwards Show, 4.30 p.m. on Fridays. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.